Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. On the 13th of October, Addenbrooke's Hospital in Cambridge turned 250 years old. As an established teaching hospital, it trains hundreds of medical students with the final three years of their time spent on clinical placements. I went to meet up with some of these students to hear how they're getting on, starting with fourth-year Keithy Senthal, who I grabbed on his lunch break, only weeks into his first placement on the wards. Oh, you've got table tennis. I've got table tennis and table football too. <laughs> yeah. Maybe this is what it's like to work at Google. Yeah, maybe it is. <laughs> they try and keep us happy, don't they? This is the common room where fourth-year Keithy Senthal takes his lunch. It's a space away from the hospital for a little respite, and yes... The odd game of table tennis. We took a seat amongst the other medical students to grab a quick chat and find out what's different this year. Dealing with patients, dealing with people is very different because they expect you know, a certain kind of attitude, a certain level of knowledge which we have to be able to deliver and show competency. When you're taught as a medical student, you're being taught to be a doctor. Is there kind of actively teaching you to have a good bedside manner? We are taught sort of clinical communication skills so they sort of focus on primarily taking patient history where we try and gather all the information and they really encourage us for us to really listen out to patients and that's part of the communication skills that we're learning at the moment. It's been your first week, how has it stood up to expectations? Has it been what you expected? Is there anything that's been particularly hard or particularly surprising? Nothing really prepares you fully for being thrown into a hospital you're surrounded by patients it's just a different way you have to hold yourself I wasn't really expecting that we're pretty much on display 24-7 really so we have to really think about all our actions what we do and what we say Um, also our appearance as well we have to try and keep up an appearance to try and uphold the the medical profession as a whole whereas when I was going to lectures as an undergrad I'd put on jeans and a t-shirt really but now wearing trousers and a shirt it's a very different feel for what it was before but we were expecting it we were told what was to come so that's one part of it and I guess other struggles that you may think about is it's quite a lot to learn to be honest <laughs> I'm not going to lie that it's still very interesting though so I'm, I'm glad I'm doing it you're training here at, here at Addenbrookes, which is one of the biggest hospitals in the yeah. country. What's it like being here particularly? So coming from the sort of scientific background of our preclinical years, it's quite exciting to know that these are the best doctors out there, really, and it's quite exciting to be able to be in this privileged position to be able to learn from them. People from all walks of life come to this hospital. It's a hub for various researchers and various types of treatments, so you get quite a lot of different people coming in, and it's a really good place to be. Uh, has there been anything which has been really positive this week? So we get patients coming in, and they've been treated by a doctor, and we're, we're so grateful that they offered to come back and see medical students as part of teaching. They've come in, seen the GP, the GP's picked it up, and sorted their life out and they're back to normal now which is absolutely great and it's such a wonderful experience meeting those people and they're so happy to be in the state that they're in and that's what I really want to do in the future is get people to that state where they you know they can go back to normal and live out their lives in the best way they can. A fantastic sentiment. Throughout the next three years Keirfi will also be learning all the technical skills needed to become a fully-fledged doctor.
And to get a taste of what that must be like, I went back to university. A couple of needles. Tubes for blood. A couple of wipes to clean the skin. Some swabs for afterwards. Taking blood. One of the many skills that all medics learn before they graduate. But how do you teach such a thing? Well, instead of sending a first-timer to stick a needle in a patient's arm, students are sent to the clinical skills lab, a practice room fully kitted out with plastic arms and bags of blood. I persuaded fifth-year student Callum Worsley to take me along and give me a taste of being a medical student. First up, choose your arm. Choice is yours. They've all got these little name bands on them. Who have we got here? Moose is like... Isn't he the bartender in The Simpsons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not yellow at all? Well, not yet. (laughs) Not until I've got hold of him. Okay, so what's next? Wash your hands, gloves on. Part of the realism of this is to talk to this arm as if you would to a patient. Next, add a tourniquet around the upper arm to increase the blood pressure. And it's time to pick your vein. If you just run your finger left and right, you can feel a little bump where the vein is. And if you press on it, it feels a bit sort of spongy. Then, give the arm a wash, grab your needle and... Mr Sislak, sharp scratch coming up, OK? Here we are. So we're in the right place. We pull this back. Oh, yeah. on the tube and now we've got nice red stuff in the tube. Mr. Sislak, Success! Right, so looks... It's easy, right? Now we'll just ask Mr Sislak to press on there for a couple of minutes to make sure you're not bleeding anymore. And we'll label these to make sure they go to the right place. Perfect. Well, I mean, you did that one. <laughs> Seen one. How do you want to do one? Yeah, I guess so. You're going to have to hold the microphone. That's fine. <laughs> Callum took me back through the steps one by one, and it didn't go too badly. Or at least Mr Sislak didn't complain. But a plastic arm is a far cry from a real one, and that's why in medical school, students will practice on each other for a more realistic experience. So Callum, how about it? Would would I be able to practice it on you? I hate it. But we'll find you someone. (laughs) Okay, okay. Or, okay, I'll see if we can persuade someone around this building to let me... Not so keen then. Well, luckily for the unsuspecting staff of the Deacon Centre, I managed to persuade Callum to do his bit for radio. You're going to let me take your blood after having said it's something that really freaks you out. Well, you get a bit used to it. We've all tried doing it on each other. Okay, the pressure is definitely on though. Oh, this is not the right thing to say, but now that I know I'm going to do it, I've actually got butterflies in my stomach. (laughs) Not very reassuring. Luckily, Callum didn't change his mind and successfully coached me to taking his blood. But I don't think I'll be hanging up the microphone just yet. And I'm just going to just prod it in. Yep, done. Oh, and it's filling. Perfect. And this one doesn't look like Ribena, it looks like real blood. Oh. That's it. No, just relax. (laughs) You're the one who's having your blood taken and I'm the one that's hands are shaking. Luckily, I didn't have to do that again, as for my final stop, I headed out of Adambrooks to Orchard Surgery in Melbourne to get a taste of what it's like to be in your last year of training. Yeah, when, when, when you've been feeling a bit under yeah, the weather. It all sort of comes together. OK. And how regularly is this happening? Lucy um, is a sixth-year medic. At the, minute, at the end of this year, she'll be a qualified doctor, taking on all the responsibilities and extra workload that entails. But for now, she's still in training, and today, her focus is on earache. Does it feel a bit uncomfortable? Can you feel...? Yeah, it hurts a bit. So you can feel... Um, Lucy has a 30-minute slot 
In that time, she checks the patient's history, does any tests and forms her conclusions, before calling in her supervisor, Dr Yu. Hello. That was quick. Hello. We try our best. I'm Dr Yu. It's a far cry from the fast-paced Addenbrooke's hospital. Out on GP, we're here for four weeks in our final year. We get to see patients on our own in clinics, which is really useful. It gives us a chance to practice the skills that we've learnt in communication skills in the hospital and put that into practice in GP. Also, the doctors then come in to the rooms and review things, so it's an active reflection and learning process all in one go. So being out in GP is really useful and lots of students, I think, find it helpful. You're in your final year now. Do you feel ready to be a qualified doctor? And what happens next? I know you've still got, what, just under a year. So you've still got a bit of time, but um, are you looking forward to that? I'm definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, this is what we've been working for for years. And the course has been really good in preparing us for it. There's still lots of things this year that I've got to get done before I qualify. Obviously, it's a steep learning curve when you're on the wards, but we've been well prepared at university. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to it. What comes next? This year, I've got some exams to prepare me for foundation training and I've got finals, which I need to pass. After that, I've qualified and I'll move or either stay in the region or move to a different region. Everyone chooses where they want to go. And then it will be starting as a foundation doctor in the hospital. So right into it straight away. Do you think you'll want to stay around Cambridge or do you reckon it's time for a change? I haven't yet decided. Um, We don't have to decide for a week and a half. So I'm still in the process. It sounds like it's quite close. Still in the process of deciding. Gosh, a week and a half is already soon. (laughs) Yeah, lots of decisions to make. So obviously it's a big decision. But yeah, people make decisions for all different kinds of reasons. So I've just got to weigh them all up and then see where I end up. And that would be for a big move next August. Yes, so starting at the very start of August next year. Good luck. Thanks very much. (laughs) And good luck to all the future doctors training here in Cambridgeshire. That was Lucy Crossman and her supervisor, Dr Yun. And before that, Callum Worsley and Keithy Senthal.